the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. More resources available online at jennifer-jackson.org. This is Simply for Women. Our guest today is Jessica Peck. She's a doctor from Baylor. She's a nurse. Not just a nurse, but she's a pediatric nurse practitioner, and she's a mother, mother of four. You can go to drnursemama.com to get her new book, Behind Closed Doors. And Jessica Peck really helps us as parents of teens. What could I say to my teenager? How to know the signs of suicide and that no matter what, you do love that teen, but how to walk through the issues, the tough issues, and just to listen and to understand them. Here is Jessica Peck. It is a complete myth that teens do not care about what you think or that they want to be with their friends or that their friends are a greater influence than you are. That is absolutely 100% not true. Your teens care very much what you think about them. Mm. And more importantly, they believe you when you talk about them and when you say things about them, they believe you. And the second thing I would say is that if you don't know what to say, then just listen. Just a couple of weeks ago, I helped host a suicide prevention event in my community. And I had one table for the parents with post-it notes all over it and one table for the teens. And it was what I wish I could say to my parents and what I wish I could say to my teens. Oh, that's good. And as I walked by the table where the teens had written what I wish I could say to my parents, I want you to picture this eight-foot-long picnic table, basically, covered in Post-it notes with one word on it. Mm. And that one word was listen. And that's what they wanted, listen. They recognize you can't fix everything, but they just want to listen and they want to feel heard. They do need to be listened to. You know, you talked about gatekeeping is not necessarily the most helpful method, but coaching is. So is listening part of coaching or are there other things that you actively pour into them as that coach? I think listening is part of being a good coach. And, you know, it's interesting because when you listen to Gen Z vernacular, they use gatekeep as a really negative indicator, which is just typical, right? I mean, we've <laughs> always had angst in the teen years. I mean, you think about Rebel Without a Cause from how long ago, you know, there's always going to be stories about that. But as a coach, really, you start off as a teacher, right? You teach your kids how to tie their shoes, how to cross the street safely, how to eat their vegetables. And then when you transition into coach, you want to make sure that practice environment is safe, that it's safe for them to fail that it's safe for them to try, that you know what the boundaries are of what they can do. You make them repeat skills when they need to. You push them to go further when you know they're ready. You celebrate their victories. You learn from their defeats. And you just champion them. That's one of the things kids want from parents the most. They want to know that you believe in them, even before they believe in themselves. 
they want to see that in your eyes. So many times teens will have specific struggles. They'll have seasons of struggle. Maybe they're struggling with um, laziness or disrespect or, um, or they're struggling with some sexual sin or something like that. So often as parents, we can generalize that to their character and say, why are you always so this? And why do you have to do that? And that struggle becomes their identity. And as parents, we can reframe that and say, you are a great kid who is struggling with this. How can I help you overcome the struggle so that you can reach your full potential? Sometimes we just don't even realize, you know, that we're doing it because we're just as frustrated as they are. But by validating their feelings and by really listening to where they are, we can meet them at that point of need. Because if you want to influence your teen's worldview, you have to view the world as they see it. Hmm. They see it so differently than we do. How how do they see it? And when you're listening and they share something completely shocking or against your worldview, how do you absorb that without letting it show on your face? Oh, that is such a great question, Jennifer. And you know, that's exactly where I meet families behind closed doors in my clinic. Nobody ever expects to be there. I'm seeing families who are blindsided by these issues, and it's always really heartbreaking. And the thing that they share in common is they've just never imagined themselves in that place. So I think Mm -hmm. as Christian parents, we have to recognize we absolutely want the best for our kids. But if you just look at the statistics and the numbers, our kids are going to mess up. Mm -hmm. They're going to make a mistake. You have to, as a parent, put yourself in that position before it happens. And you have to allow yourself to imagine the unimaginable. Mm. And if you don't, you're just going to be at the mercy of your emotions. And usually that first emotion we feel is anger. We're not really angry at our kids. We're angry that something has threatened to derail their future. We're angry that the enemy has come in and attacked them and been successful. And that's where we need to redirect that anger. So if you're if you're listening and mm-hmm. you're thinking this is my teen, I want you to I want you to think through this scenario and practice saying something like this. If you find out something that your teen is doing that's upsetting, then just say that. Say this news is really upsetting, and I think we should let our emotions calm down a little bit before we talk about it. But I want you to know, no matter what, I love you, no matter what, and we will find a way through this together. That response can literally redirect the trajectory of your entire te- of your team's entire life. And that's a pretty heavy, weighty responsibility for us to have. But it doesn't mean that there won't be consequences and that you won't walk through seasons of discipline and, and things like that. But it just means that you start with emphasizing that you love them and that you see hope for their future. Is there hope when they've made these mistakes? Have you seen situations turn around? I have. I have seen situations where they have and I'm really honest, I see situations where it doesn't. And sometimes that can be really, really difficult for parents. And so if you're listening out there, I want you to know it is not your fault. And we are, we have a perfect father and God, and we are imperfect children. And yet here we are as imperfect parents with imperfect children. And so we have to remember that there is a door for grace. But I, I do see a lot of teens who struggle with something, who are arrested for vaping or a lot of teens who engage in sexting or self-harming behaviors or 
other struggles. And I do see them recover from that and move on to really use that season of struggle in their life to help other people. And something good comes out of that because we do serve a God who restores, who makes all things new, who makes beauty from ashes, and who always gives us hope. One of my favorite verses is from Lamentations. Because of the Lord's great love, Mm. we are not consumed. His compassions never fail, and His mercies are new every morning. Mm -hmm. Not, you know, once a year or once a season or once in a lifetime. God knows that we need His mercy every single day. And God has compassion for the hurt that families are enduring, and we need to have compassion for ourselves. Oh, we absolutely do. I would, I would love to just take a moment and, and walk out one of the scenarios you, you choose, whether it's, you know, sexting or an eating disorder. Let's walk that through. How could you help a parent when they've discovered specifically, this is what my teen is involved in? What does it look like now? Where do we go from here? Sure. And really, you know, parents could fill in the blank. They could choose any of these scenarios because the response really should be always the same. So the first thing that I would tell parents to do is to decide now who is your village, who is your support team, who are those people that you trust, that you can share with. Because we know that uh, research tells us 81% of Americans rely on Google for information searches, (laughs) but only 16% will talk to a trusted friend about a problem they're having. Now, something is wrong if we won't talk to a trusted friend, but we're confident enough to rely on our Google search to Mm. solve our parenting issue. And so a lot of times when something like this happens, fill in the blank, any of these situations, we don't tell anyone. And we may Google our way through it, seeing like, what should I do about this? And some of that is we don't want to expose our teen to more shame and stigma. We want to protect their dignity. We don't want people to judge them. But some of that, and this is, oh, this is really tough to say, yeah. but some of that is even subconsciously, sometimes we don't want people to know because we think that is going to reflect on us as a parent. And we're more afraid sometimes of social injuries falling from our pedestal than we are the threat of physical harm and death that's staring us right in the face. So I would mm. say in these situations, you cannot walk through these things alone. You need spiritual counsel. You need a healthcare provider that you trust with your life. You need uh, other adults in their life that are going to support them and love them no matter what. If you cultivate that team before anything happens, when something like this happens, you can just pull in that team immediately and they can surround you and give you strength to go on. And then the, the things that you have to walk through in these circumstances are the first thing after you think about your team, affirming your unconditional love and affirming your team for your team, these circumstances often have criminal implications. Mm-hmm. And that is a really hard thing for parents. I mean, I've had students who have been arrested for possessing vaping paraphernalia or been charged as a sex offender for sexting. We need to say, okay, there's something not right. I'm going to take, we're going to make an appointment and just make sure that everything is okay and make sure that they are living at their healthiest. And then just give them hope, you know, for a way forward. We know that families with safe traditions have teens who are less likely to engage in risk-taking behaviors. And the best way that you can influence your teen's faith is to make your own faith authentic. 
We hope that today's show has been a blessing to you as you seek to simply live out your faith. To hear today's show again or to share it with a friend, search Simply for Women wherever you get your podcasts. Or visit Jennifer's website at jennifer-jackson.org. That's jennifer-jackson.org. Thanks for joining us on Simply for Women. Take time today to simply be, simply be with God. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.